Learn how to build your faith on God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Gossip, you gossip now. Tell me, Robert, you gossip, you gossip now. Amen. But you guys look so good. You, you, you guys didn't miss us, have you? Okay, next one. I will go for six months. But really, I'm happy you guys seem to be well taken care of and everywhere looks beautiful. So let me appreciate the pastors, the leaders. You guys are wonderful. They are wonderful. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Please take your seat. And did you enjoy Pastor M this morning? That was good. That was good. It's good to be back home. Hallelujah. All right. Um, You know, he said, as he is. I like that. As he is, so are we. Not as he was. As he is. As he is. Was Jesus victorious when he was here? In fact, he's still victorious. So that means we too, we are what? Victorious. As he is. As he is. So are we. Glory to God. So we're talking about that we are indomitable. Indomitable. Look, it's not something we are attaining to. It's not something we are trying to be. It's something we already are. And listen, as, as simple as this is, you know, for the next couple of months probably, it, it's, it's what I'll be trying to show people. Because it's what I've been meditating on. Every time I hear Nigerian prayers, Nigerian preaching, I'm just wondering, what are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Have you ever been with someone and they're in a conversation with another person? And you can, you can like, dissect or, you know, you know, get an idea of the kind of conversation. It happened to you before. Somebody's in the conversation, you're just hearing, you know, you're not hearing the other person, but you're hearing this person near you, but because of the kind of conversation, you kind of know that there's, there's, there's a problem. Has it happened to you before? You can tell that whoever they're talking to is either not pleased or something like that. If, if you hear Nigerian prayers, you'll be wondering, who is this wicked guy on the other side that is either dull of hearing or just very reluctant and unwilling to do things. Because there's so much cajoling going on. And it's, it's, not, it's not in, in tandem. It's not, it's, not, it's not lining up with the God or the idea of God in the Bible. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's not, it just doesn't look like it. The first thing you must realize is that Jesus did not come here to give us another religion. No, 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 no. And and I think that's where the battle is. What people have done is that they just, Christianity is a continuation of their religion. Christianity is not a religion. I'll say that again. Christianity is not what? A religion. If that can sink in your heart. I prayed for you yesterday that this should sink in your heart. If this can sink in your heart to change everything about you. Christianity is not a religion. That's the first mistake. People just say, oh, there are many religions of the earth. No, Christianity is not one of them. Jesus did not die to give us another religion. There was already religion before Jesus came to die. He didn't die to continue religion. He died to give us a relationship. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? He died to give us what? I can't hear you. He died to give us what? A relationship. There are many religions of the earth, yes. But Christianity is not one of them. When you as a Christian, you you, you think, oh, we're all worshipping the same God, you know, we are all religion, then that's the sign and the proof that you don't get it. And I'm not trying to be discriminatory or whatever to other religions. I, I don't have issues with them. It's just that I can't agree to what I am not. Like say all living things are all animals. Uh, not to shade the monkey, but I'm not a monkey. Not to make hippopotamus feel bad. Uh, I'm not. 
on the same level with you. Do you understand? With the risk of offending the alligator. I'm not the same with you. It's not humility to, for, because I see tiger and I don't want to offend tiger. I say me too, I'm a tiger, I'm a cow. I don't want to offend cow. He do move, I do move. Because I'm not, my brother, be moving you. Be moving as you go, but I'm not a cow, I'm sorry. I can't become a cow. Especially when you know your identity. Christianity is religion. Why is it not a religion? I'll show you from school. But that singular fact is what differentiates Christianity from other religions. Is the fact that Christianity is the only one that talks about relationship. The others talk about religion. It looks simple, but it's a big deal. John chapter 1 verse 12. John 1 uh, 12. I want us to read this together, everybody. One, two, go. Many of you did not read. I need some more energy. One, two, go. Now, again, to the African Christian, this is not a big deal. Because you are, you, you, you are reading from a religious lens. In, in those days, when Jesus said these things, they wanted to stone him. Because he too came from a background of normal religion, Judaism. So that was what everybody in the time used to do. They all had different religions. But he came and said, I want to give you updates. There's now an upgrade for as many as received him. To them, has he given the right to be the sons of God? That word power there is authority. So it can be right, license, permit to be children of God, to be son of God. Hmm. When Jesus said this thing that time, they wanted to stone him all. So it's not a small deal. I need you to understand. It's not a religious statement. He was automatically leaving their class. Imagine five monkeys swinging in the bush, eating banana, and one of them says, I'm the son of Pastor Chike. (laughs) What he has told them is that I'm not your mate. I'm not a monkey. I'm a human. That's what he has said. What this guy said by this statement, it was a big deal. He said, from now on, for as many as received him, he gave the power, authority, audacity, license, right to become children or sons of God. Ah. That changes everything, guys. That changes everything. In no other religion can they say they are sons of whoever they worship. No Muslim can say I'm a son of Allah. They can't say I'm a son of Buddha or whatever else they do. It's only Christianity that we have been upgraded to relationship status. But unfortunately for African Christians, we are struggling with that because we come from a strong religious and um, traditional uh, worship background. So we still can't understand how I I and God are family. So we we still talk to God like a slave or a servant. I'll show you the scriptures now. We still treat God like he's one distant God Alienated guy, we don't know him, hardened, wicked, unwilling, irrational. We don't even know what he will do. Have you heard Christian settings like the Lord give it and the Lord take it? I mean, we don't know what he's doing. We try to paint him as if he doesn't have defined character. He has. Inside his word. You can know him by his word. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? We, we, we like the feeling that he's irrational, unknown, mystery. You know, Nigeria, we like mystery. God wants to be known. So let me give you an example. So let me use who lies example. Oh, well, let me use this example. Because I went to die today. So, guys, picture that as we are here now in this service, Joe Biden sends you an email and says, Would you like to be my adopted son? If you like, if you agree, just sign here. As we're in the service. And the email enters your phone. And while we're here, you just sign in that email and accept. The moment you accept to be his son, right now, in the next five, ten minutes, FBI and CIA will be right outside here. 
you are the president's son. <laughs> One of the laugh. In, in the receiver, man. <laughs> the moment that happens, FBI and CIA will be outside here. They will be wearing their this thing, wearing suit, dark glasses. Said the eagle, the eagle is right there in front, sitting in front, sitting in front. Uh, we don't know who is the next guy. I'm going to sit next to them to watch that guy. There's a guy in black face cap. He's a suspect. Watch him with. <laughs> yes, all suspicious people will be identified. Said so this guy, watch that guy, he's in black. <laughs> you somebody get what I'm saying? From that minute, everything about your life has changed. This is just a human being, you have become a son of. <laughs> when COVID was happening, one of our church ladies was telling us, she just came back from America months, her child was barely a month or I mean, a year or something like that. So when COVID happened, you know, because she gave birth to the child in America, they sent her email that they're evacuating American citizens. Do you understand? COVID. The rest of us, you can look at ourselves, but Americans say, we have to take you to our country. We don't know how you go. your country has enough medical or whatever capacity to handle this pandemic. So they told her, I want to take the child. She said, I don't have a visa. They said, come and take a visa. Now, they also told her, look, if you don't have money for tickets, you don't have to pay now. Just enter the plane. Later, you can sort it out. But you have to enter the plane. This is American citizen. So how do you get right to become son of God? And you think you are dejected. You are abandoned. How do, you, how do we do this to ourselves? How do we even come up with it? And like I've said over and over again, the challenge we are having is that we are still mixing Christianity and African traditional worship. What we have presently is African traditional Christian worship. We've not entered Christianity properly. We'll enter, or maybe in a few years, this mic is going off and on, so make sure it's... Maybe in a few years, oh, maybe in, in 10, 20 years, we would have, the African traditional worship would have gone down and it would be pure Christianity. Right now, we're not yet in Christianity. Most people that say they are Christians, they are not yet fully Christians. They are just part Christian, part African traditional worship. So it's a mixture. I was work, taking a walk one day. W- one guy hit, you know, he was also taking a walk. He hit his leg on a stone and he did sign of the cross. Do you understand? You know, if you, you know if you hit your leg on a stone, you know it's superstition. The guy is superstition and Christianity. I don't like how my mic is sounding. Give me the mic, Pastor. I'm used the guy makes Christianity and superstition. You know they say if you hit your leg on the stone, it's a sign of bad luck. Give me, give me from here, if it's working. Amen. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Yes, now, that guy is supposed to be a Christian. But he's actively practicing superstition. If he walks under a ladder, now he will do so. You know, he is, he's operating under, system, under, under program. Is somebody get what I'm saying? That, that's what we're doing in Africa. It's largely a mix. The average African has more faith in demons than in angels. How many times have you entered a dark room and say, I sense there are angels here? No. Most times when you enter a dark place, what do you sense? You sense more demons. And meanwhile, there are more angels than there are demons. Because they are both real. Demons actually exist, but actually angels also exist. And angels are more in number, by far, than demons. But the average person doesn't have a, a, go anywhere believing that there are angels with me. No. What he believes is that they're chasing me. This is a Christian. He has more faith in that somebody is monitoring him. We have more faith in village people. And you have never seen this demon before. You just believe. And your actions show it. Somebody sent me a video. They were interviewing somebody that had, that had traveled abroad. And by the way, everybody, all of you that want to jack, but please pray about it. Oh. Let's, let's calm down with this peer pressure. All my friends have gone. I have to go. Please, in the name of the Lord, you're a child of God. Please pray, pray about it because there's more to your life than just abroad, than, than milk and food. Please. Please. God, God can have plans for you. You see, when you have this jackpot mentality, what, it, what it's going to do to you is that you will not even see opportunities around you again. 
you will not even see opportunities around you again. Especially those of you that are even single. Don't just approach yourself. Because as you've prayed for a wife or husband, God already has a plan. You just uproot without praying about it and go to Canada. <laughs> okay. So, so this guy has jackpot. But in the interview, he was saying that they, even though he had plans to live abroad, they rejected him for visa six times. And he said the last one even shook his faith. As they said, what happened? He said because he fasted, he prayed, and he did MFM deliverance. Before he went for the interview. This is what the Christian is saying. So, so you fast and pray and do deliverance because you are going to get visa. This is why unbelievers keep messing us up. Because an unbeliever will not have time for this nonsense you did. You will strategize and go and get that visa. But you, you will first fast, pray, do deliverance. You, see, you, are, you are coming, the African Christian is coming from a defeated point. He's coming from a struggling point. Everything he's doing is from, is from a defeated point. Even our messages are tailored like that. Our prayer points are tailored like that. Meanwhile, in the scripture, we go from victory to victory. But most of us in our mindset, we are already under, you know, disadvantaged. The unbelievers are not doing the amount of prayers we are doing, but they are controlling things. <laughs> they are playing politics. They are buying form for presidential and governorship election. But we are praying that God come and fix the country. Are you here, somebody? As funny as Americans and their Christianity is, and we laugh at them, they are, they are way sound or sounder. Elections can come and Christians, they are sleeping. You never see them sleep. They are strategizing. So when they say the evangelicals support somebody, it's a big arm. In Nigeria, they don't care. Christians, we are busy, we are hiding. What are we praying for? Shoe, visa. What are we praying for? You don't realize that the person running the government is the one giving you prayer points. Oh, man. Your prayer point is tied to the man running the government. The first cast you are praying about that you owe God, may I get for after service? You don't know why you're praying. You don't know why you're praying. If somebody that has sense like you was running it, we won't all bring you pray for fuel. But you will go and hide, dejected and defeated. Oh God, give me fuel. That doesn't solve a problem. If they give you fuel, then your car will break down. Oh God, give me car, then your road will be bad. Oh God, give me road, then you, you, the traffic will be everywhere. So you are, you are, you are, you are perpetually nonsense prayer point. Nonsense. No reasonable prayer point in Nigeria. The whole Nigeria. Not one reasonable prayer point. Nonsense, nonsense things. What are we praying about? Nonsense things. If you know who you are in God, God can't believe that he has sons and daughters. And we are, we are talking nonsense. Give us fuel. Reduce fuel. <laughs> nonsense. Nigeria doesn't have one real problem. One real problem we don't have as a country. Real one. Go to countries that have problems, you will know. Is it water we don't have? Is it mountain we don't have? Is it food we don't have? Is it oil we don't have? What do, what, what do we not have? When you see Christians gather and hear their prayer point, you are so, you are so, you are, it's sad. This is what we are gathering to pray. 100,000 people. Oh God. Oh God. I say, if you hear the conversation of many prayer of Christians, you will say, who are they talking to that is wicked like this? That can't hear in five days. We pray five days, it's not hearing. Either the person have hearing problem or it's very wicked. Are you here, somebody? Say he fasted, he prayed, and went for MFM deliverance. And they still didn't give him, and he shook his faith. He has reduced Christianity to charm. This is like somebody saying he, they gave him cream in shrine. He rubbed it. This is that tantamount, same thing. Prayer is not for you to, it's not a charm. If you want to travel, very simple, Lord, should I travel or not? That's the prayer I should be praying. If God says travel, say, look at God, so what's the plan? How do you want me to do it? There are so many pathways you can travel legitimately without stress if God gives you the idea. Are you here, somebody? The last time I went for visa that they rejected me, I said I will never apply for this visa again. That was what I told my wife. I'm too big for that nonsense. <laughs> I've been traveling all over the world for years. 
So I get to embassy, and for some films, I don't know what they are saying, just say, you can't give a visa. I said, I will never come here again for I have work permits in America and Canada and anywhere. If I want to go live anywhere, I can live anywhere now. Like I said, look at what I said. I can't be begging for tourists. Am I, am I even a tourist? <laughs> but I'm not Jack Ryan. That's not, that's not, we're past that stage in love life. Are you here, somebody? So if God wants to travel, he'll tell you what to do. And don't see Canada or UK as heaven. It's not heaven, no. The amount of people have lost their families, lost their kids, lost their life because they want to travel by force. Please don't uproot yourself from anywhere. You see, when you have, you see, the reason why you think Canada is heaven is because you are defeated here in your mind. That's the reason now. Traveling is good. I like developed countries, but I don't see any of them as heaven. It's a privilege for them to have me there. If you don't think like that, then you are thinking you are nobody. Even Biden's son. <laughs> Biden's son, even if he's here, he understands it's a privilege. It's not a big deal. He can decide to go anytime he wants and come anytime he wants. When you are seeing Canada as your heaven, as if I will not be useful in this life, then you are already going from a defeated point of view. That, and that's, that's what I'm trying to address. That defeat, that, that I am nobody mindset that you have. You are God's son. Even Biden's son knows he's somebody. And Biden is only eight um, years now that he has left. not even much again. He's tenor. But his son can feel like on top of the world. God is going to reign forever. Yeah. And you are his son and you don't feel special. You feel heaven, um, Canada is heaven or UK is heaven. I like abroad, don't get me wrong. And I, you know I travel widely. But I don't see it as, uh, if I don't, if I don't, go, <laughs> I will die. If I don't, no, no, it's a privilege for them to see me. Are you here, somebody? Do you know Biden's dog died last year? Joe Biden's dog. It was on BBC and CNN. Dog. We have human beings that die here. Even his tablock doesn't carry it. But dog died. A president's dog. Why? Why did they announce a president's dog, I mean a dog dying in CNN and BBC? Because it's the president's dog. The president's dog is the first dog. <laughs> the president's dog was announced in BBC, CNN. With great sorrow, we announced the passing and the departure of our beloved dog. With submission to, <laughs> in submission to God's will. The passing of our beloved dog, Bingo, is survived by the president, the first lady, and dog. Because that dog is not an ordinary dog because of who owns it. Can you imagine the kind of food that dog will be eating? The dog will be select now. They will bring chicken goes well. Chicken every day. I'm not eating chicken today. <laughs> but if you go acquire bomb now, you go be the chicken. <laughs> but I eat this thing now. The dog will be select too. <laughs> Says every day with chicken. Don't you have fish? Do you know the kind of security that dog will have? Here, you buy a dog to secure you. That dog has security. You go to fool your dog. The dog is moving now, right now. He's moving right now. CNN, FBI. The dog is moving. He's moving to the left. Moving to the left. Dog. Because it's the president's dog. Then you, you are a child of God. And you think you are nothing. You're a big deal. You are what? Big deal. But you see, until your mindset changes, you're wondering why, why is my life not lining up with that? I'll show you right now. I'll show you in scripture. Because your mindset hasn't changed. Even though they give, see, if they give this guy the rights and he's still thinking like he's normal Ogbolo, if he's thinking, I want, I want to quickly go mainland, he'll be thinking, ah, traffic. You see, we have to renew his mind. So if you want to go to mainland, if they have where helicopter can land, you can go by chopper. And if you must go by road, you go by Usarin. They will clear road for you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Stop having that I'm nobody mindset. I'm defeated. I'm, 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 I'm going from defeat to victory. No, you are going from victory to victory. You're already a winner. As he is, so are you. If he's a winner, you're a winner. Let me show you why it might not be working in your life. 
Galatians 4. We'll read that then we'll, we'll pray this morning. Hallelujah. When, you see, the more I study these things, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and it enters my mind, it just occurred to me that my son is rich. Do you know my son is rich? He's seven years old. He has not, done, he has not worked one day of his life. All he did to be rich is to be born by me. Oh, you don't understand. I can't take any of my properties anywhere. I can't take my money anywhere. So he already has it. But guess what? He's going to beg for yogurt today. My son is going to beg for ice cream today. You know why? Because he doesn't know what he owns. Oh, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. He doesn't know what is in account balance. He doesn't know the properties we own. So he's going to go outside after this service and say the sun is so hot. Daddy, please. Can we buy ice cream? If he knows his rights and what he has, you know what? He's going to order three ice cream before I come. Because I will pay. Abi, will you leave your son with the bicycle man because he, he ordered ice cream? You will pay. Your kids just don't know. You don't have a choice. You go. Say, Junior, should have told me. Settle with the man, please. You will pay. You will pay. But we are begging a distant God, an unwilling God. If you hear Nigerian prayers, oh God, who do it? Father, do it, do it, do it. And you are hearing the other person say, no, I will not do it. No, no, no. Do it, no. Do it, no. Do it, no. Do it. Mm. You are forcing me. This is what's going on in prayers. We have reduced prayer to charm. I will show you in scripture. Once you catch this thing, there's something, there's a way your prayer will change. I will show you now. So you too can measure for yourself at home, whether you have gotten it or not. I can't remember the last time I had to harass God for anything. Never. Never. When things are not going well, it's never God. So I used my authority in Christ and addressed the issue. He said, as he is, so I win this world. They said, what kind of man of man is he that even the storms and the wind obey him? So when you don't like how some things are doing anyhow, command them. Speak to them. Don't harass God. God is with you. He's for you. He has given you authority. He has already given you authority. He wants to use it. He's surprised that you are still begging him for something he has given you. Galatians 4. Why is he not yet showing in your life? Now I say, the hair. We know who, is, who the hair is, right? Before we read this, I was explaining before that even in Bible days, please understand, I, I, I want to try and show you why you struggle with Christianity. You have not yet entered Christianity. Why you still struggle with tradition, African traditional worship. It's not your fault. Even in Bible days, they didn't transition from Judaism to Christianity easily. It took them some years. Because they came from Judaism where they had to be circumcision. They had some of those laws, those many laws. You can't wear this, you can't do this. So when they came into Christianity, they were still struggling. Some people wanted to continue with the Judaism. You must all circumcise. But Bible was, Paul and Bible was saying, look, this is not Christianity. Christianity, you don't need to do those things. You just have to accept Jesus. So it took them a, t- a while. This issue I'm telling you about, it became serious fight. Oh. Paul had to even rebuke Peter. These are two top apostles. They, they fought. When I mean fought, you know, not physical. You know what I mean? Do you, do, what's the scripture? Galatians 2 what? Let me see Galatians 2 8. Give me Galatians 2 8 first. I want to see if that is where I'm looking for. Okay, Galatians 2 7. Galatians 2 7. It's not hard now. Good. He said, but contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter. Next verse. He said, for he wrought effectively in Peter to the apostle of circumcision. The same was mighty in me. Was that all you have? Go to 17. I'm, I'm looking for where they actually, where Paul talked about. Ah, this is not giving me what I want. I wanted where Paul actually had to talk to Peter. So what happened basically was that where Paul and Co. were preaching, he had told them they didn't have to. Verse 14. All right, give me verse 14. Let me see if you guess it. Give me verse 14. But when I saw that they walk not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter before them all, If thou being a Jew, livest after the manner of Gentiles, and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as the Jews do? But he said it in the public, but it was, it was a longer story. I'm just trying to be sure. But let me give you the gist of it. Paul was preaching in some places, and people had accepted Christ. Peter had come to 11 to 13. Okay, 11 to 13, NLT version. 
Let's see whether they will get, get me the right thing now. Quickly. 11 to 13, NLT. NLT. Uh-huh. He said, but when Peter came to Antioch, I had to oppose him what? To his face. For what he did was what? Very wrong. So, guy, what did they do you? Say, guy, he changed him for him. See, he said, when he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. He said, but afterward, when some friends of James came, Peter wouldn't eat with the Gentiles again. He was afraid of criticism for these people who insisted on the necessity of circumcision. They have come. See, as a result, other Jewish believers followed Peter's hypocrisy. And even Barnabas was led astray by their. See, now, right, this is the way they see so. And it was because the Christians, the, the, the Jewish Christians, wanted to continue Judaism into Christianity. And they say, you know, follow. In Christianity, you don't have to be circumcised. It's a good thing if you want to do it, but it's not, it's not, you're not doing it because of Christ. You're doing it because of your village tradition. It caused big fight. You have to call the guy and say, guy, you're a hypocrite. If it was today, it would have been on Easter blog. Apostle Peter, <laughs> Apostle Paul, in a, in, in serious fight. Church scatters. Members now. It was a big issue. Yeah, what? In verse 14. Do you have 14? And, and even in Acts, look at this. He said, when I saw that they were not following the truth, I've mentioned that already. Since you a Jew by birth have discarded the Jewish laws and all that. So it goes on. So, but, but he said, you follow, you're following the traditions. Basically, you know, even in Acts, they mentioned it there. It was a serious fight. The point is that it took them even a while, even in Acts of the Apostles, to leave tradition. We were at that stage now where in Christianity, we're still mixing that our chief priest with white chalk. He's a powerful man. There's only one superstar in Christianity. Anytime else, you are making somebody a superstar, you have missed the point. You have missed the point. You are in tradition. This is why we will pray heavy prayer in church. Somebody will still meet, meet me outside and say, Pastor, put your hand. Speak a word. As I go into the week, listen, you are the oracle of God. As you go into the week, the week has no choice. It is blessed. You are the ark of God. You don't understand. You are what? The ark of God. Not that the speaker said, no, you as you are going, they're not born the week well. But the reason it's not working yet for you is that you are going with a defeated mindset, waiting for what the week will do to you. This of what you will do to the weak. When the ark of God was kept in the house of Obedidom, they said God blessed his house. Then you now, you are now that ark. Then you think it's Canada that will bless you. You are the one blessing Canada. Go with that mindset. Let's read why it's not working for many Christians. Galatians 4, and I will end here. He said, now, that the heir, as long as he is a child, he differed nothing from what? A servant. Though he be what? He owns everything. Say, different nothing from a servant. He say, look, he say, he say, the hair as long as he's a child. So, what's happening to us is that most of us are children. So, we own everything, but we are still behaving like children. Next verse. But he is under what? Tutors and nannies and governors till the time appointed of the father. He's still under nannies and tutors. Next verse. Even so we... When we were children, we were what? I can't hear you. Were what? In bondage under what? Every, every, every bat is a Satan. Every cat is a Satan. Every rat. They're under the elements of this world. They're chasing nonsense. Chasing nonsense. Someone from my village is chasing me. They are monitoring my picture. <laughs> Next verse. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Next verse. To redeem them that were what? Under the law. That we might receive what? Very important. I told you that Christianity, what makes Christianity different is that it talks about relationship. It upgrades you. From an outsider to a son. You are now adopted. Are you here, somebody? You are now what? Adopted. 
Now, see the sign of real adoption. The sign that you've gotten it. Next verse. And because you are sons, God has sent forth his spirit of his son into your hearts, crying what? Look, crying means praying or shouting. If your prayer is beyond daddy, Abba Father means daddy. Okay, Abba is talking about a fond way a son or a child calls his father. You know, you can, if you want to call your father, you can call your father father, it might mean that you are not close. But when you say daddy, nobody uses daddy to a father they are not close to. Somebody get what I'm saying? It shows fondness. They are saying once you catch this thing, eh, the next thing that will happen is that you will call God daddy. That your prayer will be full of daddy. That fondness will be born in... See, it's supernatural. It's born inside you. That's how you know. If you're still shouting at God, Oh, God, where are you? Where are you? Why are you? Who are you? What are you? If you're still praying like that, hmm? you're still coming from religion. God is still very far from you. The day you get this thing I'm saying, when they hear you on the call, they might not know who you're talking to. How many of you know when a girl is talking to a boy? No, you probably look at me somehow. You should know now. Why should you like... <laughs> she's either talking to a boy or talking about a boy <laughs> are you here somebody if you catch this thing people don't have to hear the other side because if they hear you saying daddy they should get it that you are talking to somebody you are in love with he said the spirit that enters you it cries what Abba Father if your prayer is different from this, if your prayer is warfare, oh God, you are where are you? You promise, don't fail again, oh, please, oh. If... You are still in beggar mode. They say, this is how you know that you've caught it. You will say, daddy. See, oh God, if, they, if, if, if you sign that form and FBI and CIA come here and they pick you and they take you this night to airports, they say, do you want to wait for one week to see your family or you want to come straight? What's the answer? Oh, they go, my brother. I'll call them <laughs> from here. So they take you to America. You sleep in the White House tonight. By the time you wake up tomorrow morning, you know the window will be in power. You press it, it opens, and you wake up in the White House, and there's a green lawn, and you're seeing some FBI security in some places. Your only prayer that day is, Daddy. Daddy. See what my daddy did. You can't be shouting, you can't be fighting. It's daddy. You guys know I travel a lot. One of the best parts of my day when I return is when my kids see me when I, for the first time when I return. And all they shout is, Daddy! No prayer request. They know that as I've come, good things have come. Good daddy is here. No, they don't ask me. They say, Daddy! Because I'm bringing toys. I'm bringing chocolate. I'm bringing clothes from wherever I travel to. All they need to shout is what? Daddy. Because every good and perfect gift comes from God. They say he's the father of lies. In him there is no variableness. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, I think they enter my, my kidney. They say there's no variableness. This means what he's doing for one person is not special. It's not variable. If he said this is what I'm doing, I'm doing it for everybody. Anybody can tap into it. No variableness, nor shadow that comes from turning. He can't turn. Are you getting what I'm saying? This means he can't change his mind about you. Daddy, if your prayer is outside that, you've not got it. When you get it to be daddy, daddy, how are we doing this thing? Daddy, what's happening? It's daddy. Glory to God. He said this, that spirit enters your heart and it makes you shout, daddy. As if, you know, when we were young, if your father is coming, you don't shout daddy and run to him. Is that what you do? If your father is coming, you go under the chair. Bring out your textbook. Am I correct? So you, so you should appreciate this thing. When in today, our children can see us coming and shout, daddy! That's something. It's a big difference from where we are coming. Because those, if your father is coming, you know that he's looking for a reason to, to beat you. You have never committed offense. You just say, knee down. Everybody, knee down. So I don't know what you did yet, but I know you've done something. So you see the contrast 
between that kind of father and the father that when your child sees you, he shouts, Daddy. See the next verse. Let me close with this. Quickly. He said, Wherefore, thou art no more what? A servant. But what? A son. And if a son, you are what? An heir of God. That means you own everything God has. Next verse. Next verse. He said, How be then when ye knew God, when, when you knew not God, ye did service unto them which were by nature are no gods. You were servicing nonsense. You were servicing or shouting, fasting. Fasting is good, but you don't fast because you are, you are making God do something for you. That's not why we fast. We fast to fellowship. We fast to spend time with God. Not to make God do something you didn't want to do. Yeah, so if you punish yourself, God will not pity you. Say, hmm, hey, but I never try for two days. See, see in face, don't dry. Mm, mm, make a do one for him. Your God is very wicked. It's not the God of the Bible, though. It's those ones that are no gods. They say they are no gods. You say, you say but, but after that you have known God, or rather, what? Ordinarily, eh? This thing should excite you, but in Africa, you have to explain it. He said, but now, after you have known God, or rather, are what? There's a big difference from knowing God and God knowing you. Ah, a big difference. And you hear God say, have you, do you, have you seen my servant Job? It's one thing to know God. It's to go. See, it's one thing for you to know. All of us know Joe Biden. Am I correct? And does he know you? You know, some people brag, I have, I have some and phone number. Does he have your number? Yeah, you can have anybody's number. If other they have your number. I was telling them in the mainland that there's a guy. See, people knowing you is more important than who you know. There's a billionaire. Most of you know him, Richard Branson. Because we went to, I, went, I went to talk recently and they had these hotel balloons. Well, we couldn't do it because of the weather. But you know, you know hotel balloons that you enter and it carries you up and it's not supposed to go long distance. But Richard Branson is a crazy guy. He does adventures. So he was using it to cross many countries, travel long distance as adventure. So he entered it one time, was going solo, traveling long distance. And he crossed one country's airspace. Now, in flying, you can't cross just anywhere you like. There's space in country. So he entered the wrong airspace of another country. So they radioed him that we're going to shoot you down. <laughs> in 10 minutes. So he had 10 minutes to make a decision. He picked his radio, called his friend, and told his friend to call the president of that country. They know each other. So he called the president and said, Richard Branson is in, this, in your airspace, and your boys want to shoot him down. So the president called the commander that should not shoot him down. So if it's you, Say, call the president. Say, Robbie, now Robbie, now Robbie. Say, who is Robbie? <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Ekpo. Say, who is Robbie Ekpo? Do you see the difference between you know somebody and the person know you? <laughs> There's a big difference. That guy would have died. He would have lost his life that day. If, he, if they didn't know him. If they didn't know him. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Let me close, let me close. He said, but now, after you have known God or rather known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements? Why are you going back begging? Oh God, pity me. Oh God, what, what are you talking about? Where unto ye desire again to go back to bondage? Next verse. You observe days and months and times and years. You are reducing yourself. How many of you have ever Christian cities like midnight prayer? 12 midnight. That's when God is answering everything. <laughs> they observe in days sometimes. Disgraceful African Christianity. What we are doing is African tradition. We're not enter Christianity. When we enter, we know. Don't you see prayers? Oh, firstborn, firstborn sons, firstborn. Di- you are checking times. There's no special anointing for firstborn. Now the same anointing they give everyone lastborn, and they will still give you. They don't have a special one they kept. But we like to count times. We like these things. They catch people where we're here. There are Christians that call themselves by their star. They do astrology. I'm Aquarius. I'm Cancer. May you not be Cancer. In the name of the Lord, may you not be Cancer. I'm Cancer. I'm Leo. I'm Leopard. It's astrology. It's forbidden for you as a Christian to even have anything to do with that. It's satanic. It's astrology. 
The Bible is clear. You don't do, they are not using God's channel. You are not Aquarius. You are a child of God. I suppose I should read the things every um, prediction every week. Jesus Christ. African traditional Christian worship. That's what we're saying. Whenever I enter Christian, when I enter Christian, we go, no. Whenever I enter. It takes us like 10, 20 years before we get real pure on a direct We are still half, half cast, half breed. It's the current tradition and African worship with us. We are checking times and days and years. Some Christians say, if I go naked before God and pray, we just go shrine. You are a total native doctor. You are a native doctor complete. Say, if I look at the moon direct, no. If I put my hand under my armpit and swear for you, we are mixing it, mixing it. Traditional worship and Christianity. Mixing it. Let me close with you. Next verse. I like the next verse. It says what? Ah! Paul says, Taya, it's in Nigerians. I'm afraid of you. He <laughs> I'm afraid of you. Lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. So when I hear the thing you are praying every morning, I say, I'm afraid of you. You are making me feel as if I've wasted my time. Last one. Last verse. Last verse. Okay, I think that's all. We can stop there. Hallelujah. But do you understand it now? You're not an outcast. You're not somebody begging God. He's very committed to you. You are his son. You are what? His son. All you need to do is to grow in your knowledge of your father's will. The sad thing for many of us is that we come to church only a few hours a week. Then we go out there into the world and we are talking to people that are saying all kinds of things. We have, we're going back to the bar to drink with them, going to dance with them. Going to, so by the time you come next Sunday, you, are, you don't even know your identity again. Can we rise to our feet this morning? Thank you, Jesus. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm not moving from defeat to victory. I'm not defeated. I'm not disadvantaged. I'm not in despair. I'm not distraught. I'm not despondent. I'm a child of God. Zata balakasata. Seke boradasataya. Saka boradasataya. Yes, Lord. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. A slave to Like the Bible says, begin to say daddy. Begin to say Abba Father. Appreciate him. He's your father. He's your father. He's not against you. He's not delaying you. He's not holding anything out away from you. He's for you. Thank you, Daddy. 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 In the name of Jesus. Please let us bow our heads. If there's anybody under the sound of my voice. And you have not accepted Jesus. As your Lord and Savior. I would like to pray with you this morning. You know that you don't see God as your father. You know you've never had this time. Where you officially gave your life to Christ. And accepted him as your Savior. I would like to pray with you. Please all heads are bowed. If you want to pray with me this morning, raise your hand. If you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want God to be a father to me. Can you raise your hand wherever you are? 
Can you raise your hand wherever you are? Anybody here like that this morning? Want to give your heart to Jesus? Anybody? Anybody? God bless you. God bless you. Any other person, please? Raise the hand above your head. You want to say, Father, I accept you today. I want to be your son. I want you to be a father to me. I want you to be my father. I want you to be my father. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Wherever you are, you want to pray that prayer. If your hand is raised up, please come. Carry your Bible. Carry your back. Please come. Come to the front. I want to pray with you. Come. Come, let me pray with you. Come, let me pray with you. Come, let me pray with you. God bless you. Come. Is there another person? Please come. Please come. If you want to give your heart to Jesus this morning, come. Thank you. Thank you. Any other person? Please come. Please come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Those of you in front, please put your hand on your chest. Put your hand on your chest. Say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Wash me with your blood. I receive the grace to serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for I am born again in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God. Please look at this lady. I want you to follow this lady. Just follow this lady. Follow her. Follow her. Come on, church. I thought you would clap more than that. Come on, we can do better. Give the Lord a big hand. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.